Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 7th of September. Prime Minister Narendra Modi is set to host Bangladesh's Prime Minister Sheikh Hasina at his residence ahead of the G20 meeting in Delhi, the Hindu reported. Bangladesh is one of the nine guest countries that have been invited for G20. This is expected to be Hasina's last visit to India before elections are held in Bangladesh in December. Reportedly, Modi and Hasina will refresh bilateral discussions between India and Bangladesh during the meeting, which is expected to last around one and a half hours. The French President Emmanuel Macron and Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov will also visit Bangladesh's capital, Dhaka, around the time of the G20 summit. In addition to Bangladesh's Prime Minister, Modi will hold meetings with US President Joe Biden and Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Other leaders that Prime Minister will meet include President Bola Ahmed Tinubu of Nigeria, President Alberto Angel Fernandez of Argentina, President Yoon Suk Yeol of South Korea, and President Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nayan of United Arab Emirates. Today, the Union Finance Ministry announced the discontinuation of tariff hikes on goods imported from the United States. This comes two days ahead of the US President Joe Biden's arrival in India for the G20 meeting. The changes in tariff will be in effect from 6th of September. In June 2019, India had imposed higher custom tariffs on the import of 29 goods from the US, including almonds, apples, walnuts and lentils. This move was a retaliation to the Trump administration imposing a hike in duties on the import of steel and aluminium from India in 2018. During Modi's state visit to the US in June this year, Modi and Biden had agreed to resolve six disputes that had been pending in the World Trade Organization, including high tariffs imposed as retaliatory or reactionary measures by the two countries previously. President Biden is set to arrive in New Delhi on 8th of September. The Election Commission of India has assured the Supreme Court that electronic voting machines are secure from hacking or tampering. In a 450-page affidavit, the EC emphasised that EVMs are standalone devices with one-time programmable chips and have stringent technical and administrative safeguards. These assurances are crucial as a string of assembly elections are set to take place this year, while the general election is set to be held in 2024. The EC also said that there is no need to redesign the voter-verified paper audit trail and highlighted the challenges of counting 100% VVPAT slips. The Commission responded to a petition by the Association for Democratic Reforms seeking cross-verification of vote counts in EVMs with VVPAT records. The case is scheduled for consideration in November. One month after the horrifying abduction, rape and murder of a five-year-old migrant girl in Kerala's Arnakulam district, another minor was kidnapped from her residence and sexually assaulted in Arnakulam today. The eight-year-old migrant girl was reportedly sleeping alongside her parents when she was kidnapped. The accused, who has been identified by the victim and an eyewitness, is suspected to be a local resident who is currently on the run. The victim has injuries to her private parts and was discovered by a search party of local residents. She has now been hospitalised. Police are actively searching for the suspect and a case has been registered under the relevant sections of the Indian Penal Code and the Protection of Children from Sexual Offences Act. The victim's condition is currently stable. Today, Julie Fujishima, the head of Japan's largest pop talent agency, 
Johnny and Associates resigned after publicly acknowledging the sexual abuse committed by its late founder, Johnny Kitagawa. Investigations found that Kitagawa had extensively abused young idols at his agency over a six-decade career. This revelation follows a BBC documentary earlier this year that exposed the abuse and encouraged more victims to come forward. Kitagawa, who held a near monopoly on Japanese boy bands, died in 2019, consistently denying wrongdoing. Fujishima's resignation came during her public apology to the victims, acknowledging the abuse for the first time. Noriyuki Higashiyama, a prominent Japanese television personality, will succeed her and aims to address the trust issues stemming from the scandal. Listeners, India is about to host the G20 meeting in Delhi soon, but the fact remains that ours is also one of the lowest-ranked G20 countries when it comes to press freedom. Multiple journalists from across the world met online to push G20 leaders to discuss the issue of press freedom. You can read the report by Pratyush Deep titled Journalists from G20 Nations Discuss Press Freedom Challenges, Collaboration, Arrests and Business Models on Newslaundry.com. We're able to bring you our analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to Newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.